Welcome to Annaswick Church. We hope this message from our senior leader, Viv Liebersight, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. So just had a quick little check of that Psalm 5. have to read it. I have to read it out. Psalm 512. Had a quick scroll through all the versions. Pick out my fave. Here it is. Are you ready? Psalm 5 verse 12 in the Passion Version. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favour wraps around each one and covers them, yes, under your canopy of kindness and joy. How beautiful was that? What a declaration to receive and to clear over your lives. I just love it. How good is God? I kind of feel like, Reg, you just said it all. We really, we could have just had a beautiful moment right there. And how good is God that this, you know... (laughs) It's just amazing. So many goosebump moments right now and throughout that service. The worship, powerful. There's no greater name than Jesus. Singing His name, declaring His name. My friends, has got to be our daily, our daily, our daily. A strength comes from that, hey. So He is good. Uh, even when we are faithless, He remains faithful. That's always encouraging, right? And um, I believe that, I really do. I believe that this year, Well, the series of messages that we've had, I just really believe that um, God is setting us up for so much more. In fact, uh, I just really believe that for today, uh, we really need to take a hold of this scripture to start off with. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, been kind of like dwelling and dwelling, delving and dwelling both. I just, I, I combine my words, it's called Viv's Dictionary, it's great. And it says this, and it's in the, in the message, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. I actually think this is a real word for a few people here today, if not for all of us. Don't keep going over the old stuff. Be alert. Be present for now. Be present now. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. And in actual fact, God is doing something brand new. It says it's bursting out. Don't you see it? My friends, we need our eyes open to see what the Lord is doing. I think the new thing is all about a newfound freedom and fresh realisation or revelation of purpose, your purpose, my purpose, the purpose for the church in these current days that we live in. So today I want to speak about it, Freedom for Purpose. And um, this kind of comes off the back of Brent's amazing message last week. And I just, I just actually believe the ripple effect from his message is going to be massive as more and more people watch it, listen to it again and again. And uh, he spoke about getting free. And last week, people were free, set free from all sorts of restrictions. I don't know what it's like to be set free from restrictions. And over this period of few months, that's exactly how it's felt. And... Um, And my thought about this was we don't get set free for nothing and to do nothing. We don't get set free just to be free and go, woohoo, I'm free. Yippee, let's have a party. It's all for a reason. It's like Jesus died for a reason, right? He died for you and I. And so when you and I get free from restrictions, well, there's something to do. I mean, it's cool being set free and we can get a buzz about that, but there's something to be done. 
And so I really believe that um, this message is a little bit of a, a, a kind of like a thing after that. And just as if you weren't here, he spoke about the um, breaking free from the spirit of Python. And talking about um, the spirit of Python is mainly after our breath. And breath and air in the Bible represents the Holy Spirit, the breath and the life of God. And Python comes to choke the life of God out of you. And if, if you weren't here, for those of you who are here, he talked about how that has, what's happened to us. And someone brought a word over us about May, saying they really believe that the Python's come around you and you've been, you're like, that your very breath has been choked out. And the reason is because there's more for you. God has got actually more for you. And man, it resonated because so many times it has felt like we'd say to each other, keep breathing, keep breathing. Just take a big breath, take a big breath. And it really, um, man, what the Python does is he doesn't kill his victim instantly, but he just begins suddenly, gradually, slowly choking the life out. And when the python begins to get a hold of you, he begins to squeeze and choke the life out of your praise and out of your walk with God. He squeezes the life, breath, joy, strength, faith, vision, hope out of people. And so when we get set free from that, we get fresh breath. And if you've done any kind of exercise, like walk up a hill or do something where your heart rate goes up a little bit, what you're actually doing is you're reoxygenating your blood. That's a big word, reoxygenating. Fresh, fresh oxygen is going into your blood. Immediately you feel better. Immediately you get fresh energy. And you get more strength. And I actually think that God is saying to us, fresh energy and strength is coming, is here. You have been set free from restrictions, so rise up. Freedom from restrictions becomes fresh revelation of purpose. We are set free for a reason, for a purpose, to fulfill what God has created us for. So you and I, we're all different. But God has created you in a way that is specific for a purpose. And when we get the fresh breath of the Holy Spirit, we can actually run again in that purpose. Does that make sense? He's not finished with us. I actually feel like this word is a little bit prophetic. Um, he's not finished with us. He's not finished with you. He's not finished with us as a church. In fact, the restrictions have come off our lives, even this last week. Hello? And for the church, God is speaking very clearly and saying, we are built not only to defeat the storm, but also to rise up from the storm. We are built to increase, expand, think bigger, big, be stronger, more certain, and clearer. And it's really interesting this morning as I was driving in because I've got in brackets clearer, the fog is gone. And I have never seen, I have not seen that fog so thick as that today. I'm going, God, you are cool. I love what you do. And just before I dashed out, I looked out and the fog is gone. The sun is coming through. When you go out and have your barbecue, it's going to be a beautiful time right out there. But I just know in the spirit, God is clearing the fog. If any of you have suffered from brain fog, right now in Jesus' name, fog, go. 
clarity come to you in each and every one. In Jesus' name, I declare it. So the fog is gone. God is calling you and I. He's calling us and his family to enlarge, stretch, not to build, not to hold back, lengthen and strengthen. And love, he's calling us to increase and in love. He's calling us to expand, lengthen, multiply, widen and maximise. Don't be freaked out by those words. They are big words. But increase in our lives only happens incrementally, by little steps, basically. Sometimes we can get freaked out by these big words and go, oh my goodness, I'm already stretched. Right now, if you're feeling stretched, it's okay because God is actually in the stretch. That's where he resides. He resides in the increase because he is God of increase. He is not God of decrease. He's actually God of increase. It's so cool. So I feel this word today is like a clarion call for us. It's like a for such a time as this, an Esther for such a time as this, for this purpose, for this purpose. So are you ready? What is your purpose? <laughs> Why are you breathing today? Have you thought about that? Well, I guess we don't often wake up and go, breath in and out. Now, why am I breathing today? When you ask that question, you're asking, what am I here for? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? Why am I on the planet? Why do I have the right to breathe? Really big questions. So I feel this is a prophetic mandate for us. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54 is in such an incredible whole chapter. I encourage you to go home and read it in every version that you can get your hands on. Because it starts off and talks about the barren woman. It talks about fruitlessness is how it starts off. And then it quickly goes into Two and three, verse two and three. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. In the message it says, clear lots of ground for your tents. I'm thinking, oh, what are we doing? Are we going camping? Bring back a family camp at Bethany Park. Oh, I don't know. Make your tents large, spread out, think big, think big. Come on, someone in the room. I think you've been thinking too small. I don't know who you are, but are you a business person or are you a parent? Or are you just somebody who just, whatever, I don't know. But I think someone's been speaking, thinking too small in the room and it's time to think big. Use plenty of rope because you're going to need it. Drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. Elbow room is going to be awesome. Verse 10, just spring into this. I've just picked out some scriptures, some verses out of Isaiah 54 that have spoken to me individually over this last wee while. So it's kind of like a bit of my devotion. Is that all right? Can I share? And verse 10 goes, for even if the mountains walk away and the hill hills fall to pieces. Right there did that speak to me. Right there did that encourage me. My love won't walk away from you. My covenant commitment of peace won't fall apart. It's so amazing that here we are, the anniversary of the, the event that we had and the hill came down on our house. And um, I just think, hey, okay, God, you are just incredible. Yesterday was a bit triggery when it started pouring down with rain and the house that we're house sitting in started leaking. <laughs> you have to laugh at those moments. 
You had to go, okay, God, you're still on the throne. It goes on, verse 11, 14, that God whose compassion on you says so. Afflicted city, storm-battered, unpitied. I'm about to rebuild you. Ooh. I'm about to rebuild you with stones of turquoise, lay your foundations with sapphires, construct your towers of rubies, your gates of jewels, and all your walls with precious stones. All your children will have God for their teacher. What a mentor for your children. Oh, that's such a a promise. You'll be built solid, grounded in righteousness, far from any trouble, nothing to fear, far from terror. It won't even come close. In the message it says in there, you will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Can we declare that over our nation right now as we come into this season? You will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 17, let's spring to the earth. No weapon, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. What an incredible word. What an incredible word. What a word from a place of, place of fruitlessness to a place of fruitfulness and full understanding of what God is about to do. So as parents, we love to see our kids increasing in gifts, knowledge, friendships. We work hard so our kids have opportunities to learn new things, right? so that they will be enlarged and their thinking skills strengthen as people so that they can make wise choices. We encourage them to keep on learning and experiencing. We don't want to see our kids stunted physically, mentally, socially, or spiritually. That's true, right? We don't want to keep our kids cocooned and all safe, and like we don't want you to keep growing. But, you know, I love seeing our kids. I love seeing my kids go from stage to stage and increasing and developing. I love seeing my grandchildren doing the same thing. Recently, Knox has just started school and he's just like, brilliant. He's learning to read and write. It's awesome. But, you know, fear would want to like, well, let's just just keep them and, you know, like we don't want them to, you know, we just want to keep them safe. But God is saying the same. He is calling us to step out. He's he's doing the same thing. He's He's calling us to step out of restrictions and step into increase in all areas of our lives and with us to help us every step of the way. So we must ask ourselves this question, what needs to increase? So I wanna focus on that a little bit. Because for us to actually jump into what God is calling us, I actually think we need to actually agree with the increase message and that thought. So I just wanna ask myself the question and I want you to ask, what needs to increase in my life? What needs to just multiply a little bit. And it could just be the things that you've already done. And I believe that these things may be in here that you used to do, and it's actually time to pick them back up. Like write down the things that you're good at or were good at and have let them go. Dave, you spoke to that. Some, like, some things that you've let go or dreams or stuff. I mean, you know, for those of you who've prophesied or prayed for people or gave Generously, is it just time to pick those things back up again? Um, for those of you who are encouraging and you've got a little bit discouraged yourself, I want to say it's time to add some increase and just start encouraging again. Start giving. For those of you with the mercy gift, start reaching out to people. Love, making room for God to move in your life is increase. Just make room for God to move in your life and you are 
instantly on the increase. So we are in the increase right now. Jump in and join us in it. Because the more loving we do, the more people get loved. The more encouraging we do, the more people get encouraged. The more sharing of the word, more people get saved. It's pretty simple. It's just little, little incremental steps of increase. So you think about what you even like to do to help people. I'm talking about making a difference in people's lives because that's what we're here really for. We're here for a purpose to make a difference in our worlds. And we all live in different slightly worlds with different people around us and God has placed you in those positions to make a difference. I was talking to someone during the week and they said, oh man, I didn't think, I, I didn't think ministry would look like this and they've ended up really in the marketplace. I said, that's exactly where you need to be because I can't be there and you are there. You are gonna make a difference. Just add increase to your thoughts, to even some words. Push back at the enemy that was to try and shut you down. Share your faith. Pray for people. Like just like just even say, hey, I'm gonna pray for you this week. Or would you like some prayer? That's increase, increase, increase. It's quite exciting days. I love what First Thessalonians says. Chapter 3, verse 12. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other, for everyone. Second Thessalonians. We thank God for you because your faith is growing more and more, and the love everyone of and the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. I actually think it comes down to that. That everything, everything that we do, love must be the motivator. It's an amazing thing. The love. Everyone, like God is increasing our love for Him. Like we're actually in a really new season. Things are so happening. It's not a mistake and accident that right now we're beginning Encounter Week tonight. And some incredible, it's like there's this bubbling up. It's pretty cool. Man. The other question we need to ask in this process is what needs to decrease in my life? For us to increase in areas of life, there are things that actually need to decrease. Maybe some unhealthy habits that you know are not serving you well. Maybe it's saying no to social media because it takes up way too much precious time. Maybe gossip. Maybe that needs to decrease. I actually reckon that increase is simply removing something bad or not helpful, helpful and adding something good. Think about that all the time. It's basically subtraction and addition, and then you have multiplication, and we've got maths. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's mathematics. Did you understand that? So we like remove things out of our lives, and we all have to think, I can't tell you what you need to decrease. Just things that just do not serve you well. Whatever that is, just acknowledge it. If you need prayer for that, man, get the prayer. We can't do this journey on our own. Just, no, that's no longer helping me. That's taking way too much of my time. I need to increase this. 
and then you'll see the multiplication. If you get a negative thought about somebody, instantly and consciously replace it with a positive thought about the person. There's the subtraction and the addition. If you think about someone, do something for them, an encouraging text at the right time creates increase. You know, when I was formulating this, I had a text from somebody and they said, oh man, I was meant to text you during the week and just wanted to encourage you about something. And I just text back, I said, man, you had no idea your text came right at the right time. Perfect, perfect timing. And so her text of encouragement increased me. And then when I text her back, that increased her. And then it just goes on, ripple effects, right? And she shared with me how much that meant and that it actually helped her realise, because she's not a well person, that even in her facing sickness, God can still use her. How powerful is that, right? Increase, increase, increase. Man. There's no point in adapting a plan to increase your life without praying about it and asking God what needs to be increased. Yep, let's ask God what needs to be decreased. Let's acknowledge it. Get that stuff out of our lives. And then God, what needs to increase? And let's go. And I reckon that the greatest increase, every area of our life, and Reg put it so beautifully today, it comes out of, of strengthening and increasing our relationship with him. That's how it is. The Acts Church multiplied. They didn't just do addition. They increased, increased, increased. Yes, incrementally, but it was very much quick multiplication because of their devotion to God through prayer, the word and worship. Relationship was being formed between them and the Lord. You want to increase? Right. I want to increase? Okay. So we need more God. I need more of Him in my life today than I did yesterday because of what He's calling me to do tomorrow. And it's the same with you. We need more of God. He needs to increase into our lives and we need to decrease. We need to decrease so He can increase. So less of my concerns, less of me and my and my worries. Yep, we all have stuff going on. Yep, we do. But less of that and more of Him. Because of the goodness of Him. We're like, I just got to look, look on Him. Turn your eyes of Him. Less of my concerns. Less of my preferences. So that He can increase. So for me, I'm increasing my relationship with God by choosing to spend more time with Him. Look, it just may be like an extra five minutes. Like an extra verse. Like just doing something different. Cultivating that relationship. Going back to the foundational truths about who He is. For me lately, having a fresh revelation of His love for me personally. And that nothing can separate me from His love. Having that revelation has added increase into my own relationship with Him. I want to encourage you, my friends, that nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing. Nothing you face. Sometimes we go through some pretty rubbish rubbish stuff, right? Trials. Romans 8 talks about it, that nothing can separate us. No matter what trials or hardships, persecutions, death, da-da-da-da, it goes on. 
And the reason that we can't be separated from his love in those moments is because he comes in in those moments in a greater measure. That's my fresh understanding. In our moments, my moments of desperation and flashbacks of last year and in the sense of hopelessness and waiting and learning patience, thank you, Rich, <laughs> has been this incredible sense of God's love. And it's made me like do like what the psalmist is in Psalm 42, as the deer pants for streams of water. So my soul pants for your God. My soul thirsts for God, the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Just make the choice also that you won't go anywhere and do anything without the presence of God. Get in the car. God, come with me. Be with me. And if you're not with me, I'm not going there. If that's not the thing to do, well, I'm not doing it. Moses said it to God. He said, if your presence doesn't go with us, do not send us up from here. What else will distinguish me and your people from all the people on the face of the earth? It's the presence of the Lord. He's adding increase, my friends. He's adding increase to your life. Amazing. So good. So good. You know, you don't have to look for something big to do. I just actually believe it's just doing more of what you're doing. And if you've got lost, if you feel like, going back to one of my earlier questions, I don't know why I'm here. And that's a really serious question. And I know that people can get to that space. Like, what is this life actually about? Why am I actually living? Today, what God wants to declare over you fresh purpose. He wants to declare over you fresh um, dreams and visions. He wants you to be able to rise up from that thinking and go, you know what? I know why I'm here. God has gifted me with a smile. We can all smile. You know what? That's actually a starting point. (laughs) I actually think it's a huge starting point. If you walk down the road, you try this today, wherever you are, or this week, I want everyone to do, add something. I want you to add a smile. (laughs) This is very simple. I want you to add a smile to each and every single person you see. And you watch and see the difference that brings. A smile actually is a pushback at sadness, at abandonment. When you get smiled at by somebody, it instantly makes a difference. And also, you just look a whole lot more beautiful. (laughs) It's true, right? Push back with a smile. Take the frowns off. (laughs) When you answer the phone, smile before you answer the phone. It will actually come out in your voice. Come on. I need to see a few more smiles in the place. Let's add some increase. This is actually very practical. Do you think Jesus smiles a lot? Oh, man, he smiles all the time. (laughs) He smiles at you because he loves you so much. He absolutely does. So my friends, if you're in the room today and you do not know Jesus, boy, oh boy, do you need him? He loves you so much and he created you. You might be sitting here thinking, really? Yes. You just need to accept him as your Lord and Saviour 
and then cultivate this beautiful relationship. And before you know it, your life is starting to turn around. And this freedom that you have, you'll find is for a purpose to make a difference. I just want to pray for all of us, all of us in the room, because I really believe that there's got to, there's fresh purpose is going to be restored. Things are going to come back. Because when we talk about increase and multiplication and enlarging, and I'm declaring it over the church, this is not just about the elders or us creating a cool vision of increase and yet we're going to do this and do that. Actually, no, it's about you and I because we are the church. An increase can only come, my friends, when you and I increase. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. So we're actually in this together. It's a good day that you chose to be here today because this is a clarion call. God is calling us to increase step by step. Whatever God has put on your life, just increase it. If you love writing beautiful poems, write a few more. If you love writing songs, write some songs. If you love encouraging people by texting or whatever it is, or you love doing baking, or you love cooking, or you love creating flower bouquets, or you love building something, you know, like whatever God has put in your hand to do, just do more of it. Maybe do one more of it or add increase. You, it won't happen unless just sitting on the couch. We actually have to step out because the Word has come from the Lord, increase, increase. And then what do we do? We do something about it. Don't we, Dave? So are you with me on this? I want to pray over you. So would you just shut your eyes and you can bow your heads, but you don't have to. And um, just give yourself some privacy. And if you're feeling lost, if you feel like you have lost your purpose and you just need that extra prayer, you're just like, I don't even know. I don't even know why God's made me. I don't even know why He's given me breath. Would you just raise your hand? If you just need a real confirmation of what you're doing, bless your sweetheart. If you need a confirmation of what you're meant to be doing while you are living on this planet with what God has given you, I wanna declare over you fresh purpose in Jesus' Name. So Father, I just pray right across this place, from the back to the front, to the right and the left, I pray right now, Jesus, fresh purpose to come. I pray, Lord Jesus, for those who are feeling lost and don't even know why you've got them here. I pray right now in Jesus' Name for a thought to come. What is that thing? How have you gifted them? God, just drop it in, Lord Jesus, right now by your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the fresh breath. And I pray for the fresh breath over each and every one so that we can be freshly energised, 
so that we can rise up as a company of people, so that we can increase and enlarge and we can see more and more people saved and set free. I thank You, Jesus, that You have set us free for a purpose. You have set us free to see other people set free. So we declare that over our lives, that we'll be part of Your huge army, Your huge body, Lord God, of people setting others free because we are free. So thank You, Jesus, I just declare over this place, fresh purpose, fresh visions are rising up again of freshness in Jesus' Name. And I declare for the power of the smile to be released upon each and every one. Lord, that they will just find themselves breaking out in smiles in their cars. That as they drive, they'll be breaking out in song or worship. They won't be able to stop themselves, Lord God. Father, we just ask, Lord Jesus, for this season that we're in. We thank You, Lord God, that this is a new thing. We let go of the old and we just spring into everything that You have for us and what You're doing in Jesus' Name. And we all said, Amen, Amen, Amen. Bless your heaps. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info or visit our website.